Hey guys, welcome to Minivan Men. We got a great episode lined up today. We're going to start out by hearing Al's love of the five hour energy drink. Then we're going to talk about do your wives look at your phones and what happens when they do. And lastly, our guest, Anthony Azizi, actor extraordinaire, looks like me, Maz. And going through a divorce, he's going to tell how it's affecting his kids as well as how it's made him dislike the British. Stay tuned for more. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Minivan Men. We have a great show lined up. This is Maz Jobrani. I got Chris Spencer across from me. I got Al Madrigal patched in from New York City working on The Daily Show. And we have our guest here today, Anthony Azizi, good friend of mine, actor extraordinaire, we look the same. Twins. Twins. People. I just always... realized we had uh, Steve Ren Azizi. Now we just we we only doing guests with Azizi. Yeah, <laughs> Anthony Azizi. Uh, if the former um, uh, UN ambassador, I think it was no, the former ambassador of Iraq is still wow. alive. His name is Tariq Azizi. Tariq Aziz, actually. And Not going to happen. By the way, that, that's just a little sampling of the type of humor you can expect from me tonight. I am exhausted. Uh, my eyes are slits just to describe what's going on here. I, I really have never been more tired in my entire life. I dozed off while eating a sandwich earlier. Win mid sandwich. Five-hour energy drink? Exactly. I know. <laughs> I was about to say. Well, that's what we were talking about. Can we talk about energy for a second? Sure, talk sure. Or lack thereof? Sure. A- Anthony was talking about how how many cups you have? I have eight to 12 cups a day. Now, let me ask you something. Before we get to the drink, you look fancy. You have that smooth beard. Your clothes are nice. Is it a fancy coffee you drink? No, man. I, I will drink any. Like, this is instant. And this, I'm very happy with this because this is. Is uh, it like Ethiopian instant? Is no, it like man. From I'm not. The Blue Mountains I, I mean, of Jamaica? no, man. I, I, I mean, no, the fair trade stuff, all that stuff is grand, but I don't care. I don't, it's, if it's low down coffee, like, you know. You ban diner shop, yeah, man. I mean, sitting around for Folgers? Four, hell. I mean, I'm a coffee drinker. I just, well, there's I'll a, slurp it all there's up. There's a bean that I, th- I think they feed monkeys, and then the monkey poops it out. And then yeah, they make the coffee, and that's like supposed to be really high end. Yeah, that's all I drink. That's Starbucks. That's all. That's all I'll drink. So what? Why are you so tired, Al? What happened, man? Oh man, I just uh, well, I got up early and went to the show early after uh, late night. So I've been, you know, trying to show up early and stay late, and I'm just uh, I'm, I'm very tired. With and again, um, Anthony, what we were talking about is like I have no excuse not to go out and do stand-up. I have no excuse not to show up to work early because I have no kids and no responsibility here in New York. So if I don't bust my ass and really try and go for it, then I feel like I'm leaving something on the table. So I'm, I'm really trying to burn the candle at both ends. And uh, right now I'm really paying for it. And I got to pick the wife and kids up at 11 o'clock. Well, yeah, they're showing up at 11.30 JFK. So they're going to be here for 10 days. Awesome. And that'll be fun. So I'm excited about so, that. But so you do have a wife and children that are just not there in New York. That's Exactly. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. We're, they're, we're, I'm going back and forth. So How do you I'm, feel about it? Do you like the time off, or are you one of those guys you're that gonna needs make him cry. Your, You're going to make him you, cry. He needs, so. his, he needs his wife and kids he around? He needs his wife and kids. It's so hard, Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Anthony. He, got a, he has a five-bedroom apartment. Out, <laughs> man! Come on now. Just for what he, he put. You got a new bed. series. Just put all. This in I there. have uh, little dolls that I sleep with at night, like life size. 
children that uh, I talk to and position. Uh, Listen, let me let me tell you something now. I give you permission, and I think you should give yourself permission to actually not have to do stand up all the time. I think that it gets in our system because we're me, you, and Chris. We're all stand ups, and Anthony's an actor. And he's seen how we're at the clubs all the time. But I've had I've been on shows before where I had that uh, automatic pilot, like right. I got to go get up tonight. Especially after you've been doing somebody else's material all day. Yeah. And, you know, which, a script. I'm talking about a script. Oh, oh, I, thought, I thought you were talking about Carlos go, Mencia. No, I'm uh, just kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. We don't see those words on this show. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then you feel like you need to go on stage and be yourself or, you know, that's what happened. Yeah, but, and especially in New York, Al, I'm sure you're killing yourself because you can get a spot at 2 a.m. Yeah, and sometimes, you know what, it's funny, I actually, I've seen some other comics, and other, actually our friend uh, Omid Jalili, who's, who's uh, related to Anthony as well, the, uh, he's a comic out of London, and I remember he would like sometimes take off a long time and get back into stand-up, and sometimes it actually helps to take a few days off. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think you guys ever do. I mean, the thing is about Omid, he's at the level you guys are. He does kind of like, he, his, he just did his tour, which I went to in London to watch, and I think in between his this tour and his last tour was six years or something like seven years, the official like world tour. Right. Or, and in between that, though, he still was always going on stage trying to develop the stuff. Absolutely. But I also know there was times that he took a little bit of time. Like, yeah, like, because, like, you know, he, yeah, he's an actor. Too, you and know, he's got he, kids. And yeah, he's got, you oh, know, yeah. so some, that's what I'm saying is I saw some people doing that. And I realized because because in, in L.A. and New York, the culture is get up 15, 20 times a week. But then, well, you know, go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying, so when you are just, it doesn't matter what you're doing. I mean, a lot of people that um, are listening obviously aren't, you know, performers. And, you know, we, we have hobbies and we have busy days and we have children and we have all this stuff going on. And we may have talked about this a while ago. Jorge, correct me if I'm wrong, but just like, how do you prop yourself up? So I've been, I initially when Red Bull came out, I was all over it. I would drink them before stand-up. You know, I was working 70 hours a week. I was trying to do sketch comedy and I was, you know, just as busy. So I just immediately um, just found that stuff and started drinking it. And now with this little, these little five hour energy things, I'm, you know, in a, in a bind, I'm drinking those. And I got to tell you, they work for stand up. I just feel like I've had a long day at work. Now I'm going to go out and do a set at 1040, get home at 12, try to eat, go to sleep and then wake up at seven and do it all again. You sound you know, like the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're sponsored by. With that said, uh, Five Hour Energy brought to you by yeah. Minivan Men. Um, no, Al, do you now? Are you able to sleep then after you have that? I mean, aren't you up till three in the morning, going like, "Oh man, I wish it were a three-hour energy drink." No, I'm I'm exhausted. I go right to sleep. Wow. It's something. I, mean, I don't now, know. I now, I, I, I feel An pretty burnt out. Anthony, you do. You said how many cups of coffee you do a day? You did seven. Eight to twelve, unfortunately. No, I mean, at it's, some it's point, awful. do you switch to decaf? Though, I mean, no, unfortunately, I don't. I I see my dentist a lot because my teeth. Look, I mean, I look like one of those wooden man. My teeth look like they're from the eighteen forties. By the you, you know, smoke cigarettes? Yeah, I smoke as well. I'm I'm, I'm I've lost my mind between the cigarettes and the coffee. They there there's a very symbiotic relationship. You know, if I can quit coffee i could probably quit cigarettes if i could quit cigarettes i could probably quit. i just can't so i i well I, I smoked for a long time and and i think um what did? i did what i did i did how much did you smoke Alan? and i really regret smoking you, um you do? i smoked from over the age of about 15 to 38 and and why do you regret it because you what do you the health risks because i enjoyed it on the block 
No, I, I really did enjoy um, smoking quite a bit, and I loved it. And that's exactly why I was able to quit. Is because I actually I saw a commercial that said it it was there for you when she was born. It was there for you when. Oh, that one! I remember know. that one. Yeah. You remember that one? Yeah, you know, I, I, I do. That's when you have kids. That's why I said I was going to quit when I have my kids. But I, I just, it's too much. It's, it's. Too How old is your child? I have twin boys. They're five, almost five. They're almost five. So Al, yeah. how, how did you, how did you quit? Maybe we can get Anthony to quit here. I just, <laughs> I know that I had, I did it. You know, I, I was. Um, you do the gum, or what'd you do? Yeah, I, I didn't do any gum. I just quit cold turkey. You just said tomorrow, no more cigarettes, and you stopped? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, wow. I, I quit a couple times, but for this last time, I just realized that I did it. I smoked. I smoked in the morning. I smoked after, you know, um, at lunch. I smoked after dinner. So, were you I, But were you a heavy smoker, Al? That's the question. What's that? Were you a heavy smoker, or you? Because yeah, I smoke about ten a day at times. That's not that. Know, that's not that heavy. Well, that's still a lot. For some, I mean, I don't smoke. How many? How many do you smoke? Well, let's 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 <laughs> like a pack a day. Well, yeah, at times it was a pack a day, and I've I've cut back. But that's the average. If you're a smoker, you're going to be up at a pack. Now, a day. now here we're gonna uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do a nice smooth transition for you. So now you're you're has a divorce because you're going. Anthony is going. Well, that's through why that's why divorce. I smoke so much. That's made it even worse. Yeah, I mean I, I chain smoke because I have I you know the, the, it's a crutch for my. My nerves and my my patience. Okay, Anthony. this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back and we're gonna get into Anthony's divorce. Minivan <laughs> men gonna find out about divorce. Our first one. Our first divorce. Here we go. Oh boy. Stay tuned. Yo, this is Chris Spencer. I know you guys are listening to us. You're laughing and you're telling everybody about us, but we need you to rate it. So when you go on iTunes, rate us. Go down to where it says comments and say hey. I think you're groovy. We're back with the Minivan Men. Maz Jobrani here with Chris Spencer, Al Madrigal out of New York. And our guest this week uh, is Anthony Azizi going through a divorce. <laughs> Twin God. boys, oh, five-year-old boy. boys. How's it going, man? Well, before I get to the, I, I really, the break we were saying, I got to really touch on this. You said you were going to send a picture. I, I, when I was in Vegas uh, last summer, you won't believe, I was at, at the pool and these guys started screaming, Ya Allah, oh my God, look, look, it's his, look over here, Ya Allah. They ran over and they grabbed me. I mean, they physically accosted me. They go, please, Habibi, please. You are, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And I knew because... People for me, they don't go that nuts. You know what I mean? For you know, I mean, I, even though I'm an actor, I do. I knew it was because they thought I was you. I mean, there's not even a doubt. Please come over here. Come to our uh, uh, place. We have our uh, thing. Uh, take so did you? Did you <laughs> go and pretend you were me? I swear I did. I went over there. They took <laughs> pictures of me when you were in Egypt, Habibi. They saw you in Egypt. What does Habibi mean? It's like, means like brother. Buddy, buddy. When, the guy was like, like wait, that. when you were in Egypt, Habibi, you were so. He must have done like how many people did you do? Big time, three thousand yeah, so, people. Right. Yeah, I'm big in Egypt. No, but you mean when you did? I got a, it, I got a well, sitcom big, and I got a pilot. Wow. But how big? How big was the stage? Big. That, three thousand. Yeah, three thousand. Yeah. Because he you because you were 
were so far back that these guys that went to see you, they thought we were together, and the guy they were kissing me, they were they were idolizing me, bro. If anything ever goes wrong, you've got you've got you've got a friend in Egypt, man. These guys were outrageous. Please, Habibi, can we buy your check? You make me so laugh. You're so funny. You're so funny. <laughs> I like that. You make me so laugh. I like that. I'm I use did. That. You make me so laugh, and I and I and I signed and I actually signed Maz Jabrani. I'm a bastard. Beautiful. Uh, going back to the divorce, uh, never, <laughs> never good, ever good with children ever go through divorce. I had friends of mine that called me after my, when they heard I was going through a divorce, they were like, buddy, they turned, they were, they became Southern all of a sudden like, we heard you're going to go through a divorce. We're so happy for you. You're going to have a great time. Yeehaw. They thought I was going to a rodeo. Were, you, were they your single friend? Who were these people? These oh, were, they'd gone through divorces. Matt, who were they, these no. Southern friends? No, no. These, yeah. these, they weren't no, Southern. No, they weren't. They turned Southern because they <laughs> thought we were the going to a rodeo. These are the same Egyptian guys. The same Egyptian No, I swear what happened, they were, most of them were married guys. And they called me and that were con contemplating divorce themselves because they said, you know, you're at that right age, man. You got, you got, oh, you got all the world. You're an actor in Hollywood. This is going to be great. You're going to get so many girls. You're going to be so happy. Forget that. I was like, brother, let's have a talk. Do you have kids? Yes. And do not even contemplate divorce. It is a nightmare. Besides, besides the obvious, why? Well, because the effects are, if you really, okay, let's assume that every single this this whole thing with Trayvon Martin and this whole thing in Palestine, this whole thing around the world, in Africa, in China, wherever there's children that are suffering or hurt or youth that are hurt is because there's nothing more important to a parent than their child. Nothing. Unless the parent is on crack and even the crackheads are like, I still, you know, I mean, Tupac raps about it. You know, mama, even though you were a crack queen, I, she, she was still cooking up meals and trying to be, be there for her kids because she loved her kids. So if you know you're going to devastate your children, which inevitably divorce does devastate, I don't care this nonsense. Like if you were married, stay married, even if it's if and, and if things if they're saying if things are rough in the household, it's better for two people to be divorced. But it depends how rough we're talking about. Yeah, if you're choking each other and throwing dishes and screaming and cursing at each other. But if you got, you know, oh, she's driving me crazy. She's not putting the toilet seat down or she's. Are you kidding me over that? Uh, you're going to destroy the children. Because the kids, every single child wants to see their parents together. My kids cry about it every day. They cry. Daddy, why aren't you hanging out with mommy? Please, mommy, why aren't you going to take... And then you turn to the girl and you're like, okay, can we be civil? Let's just take the kids to the park together. And do No. So if you have to deal with somebody that can't even do that, then, you know, there's some people that are mature enough to be like, okay, we'll put aside our differences and for the child, do things together. But I'm finding that's pretty rare. But then, at what age would you like? How long? Let's let's say there's somebody listening right now who's going, man. I, I mean, like we just said, we're fighting all the time, and you know, and it's not healthy for the kids, like or, or whatever. Or, well, they or shouldn't fight or, in front of. Well, the I'm kids. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's that borderline thing. Let's say it's borderline, and let's say there's arguments and stuff. And it's not just toilet seats, but it's more. You know, every, everyone in relationships, there's different levels of it, and let's say that there's you know people that are going through something. Like how long, what age do you have to wait? Like when the kids are eight, when they're nine, when they're 10, when they're 20, like no, what age? Well, if, if you talk to a professional, that's why my ex left because she felt that the more, the older that they get, because she was, a, she's, believe it or not, she was a So let's, can we, can we back up a little bit? You're, you're, um, you're killing me. All right. So it, it, let's talk about how this all started. You're saying, first of all, you don't, you didn't want it. You shouldn't get divorced. Well, like nobody with kids should get divorced. No, I'm not saying that. I mean, when he said when there's fighting, it just depends what kind of fight. Like I said, if 
if it's physical violence, I believe people should get divorced for three reasons only. Seri- serious drug and alcohol abuse where the person can't just get it together and it's affecting. Right. Totally, I agree. Yeah. Um, and then serious physical and mental abuse from either parent, by the way. I mean, and then infidelity, but let me, habitual infidelity. Because the pain I went through. So she was beating you up? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to figure she, out which one you I were. Went, exactly. <laughs> she, I mean, that's the whole thing. I mean, I wish it was that she came to me and she said, hey, man, you were away. And this happened when I was shooting Lost. The, it, the came, I came back from Hawaii and she was like, sit down. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, let's say a prayer. And I had never heard that from before. I was like, say a prayer. What's going on? I mean. That's never a good sign. When, yeah. When, yeah. <laughs> when, when, when your atheist wife. I was just about to say. Ah, exactly. Exactly. She's like, exactly. She's like, let's say a prayer. And I was like, okay. And after the prayer, she's like, I'm leaving. When I, when I, it, 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 look, when I, when I, when I found out what it was, I, the pain and suffering I went through afterwards. So you thought everything was great. No, I didn't think everything was great, but I accepted that all marriages have their ups and downs, and you just deal with it. I did not think the girl would get up and leave after 10 years of marriage, two kids, for what? How long were you shooting Lost for? Off and on, three, four months, if you add it all together, the episodes I shot, but it was, you know, spread out. I wasn't, you know, I was on two different seasons. And And you're you're done, you're through your divorce. You're officially divorced at this point. Uh, You know, I was just out at the courthouse today. No, we're not a... Uh, we, you know, we, how long we, does it take? Like a year or something? It just it could take years if you don't agree on terms. On terms, you know, there's always terms to a divorce. That's why these things drag on. My friend's still in a divorce thing for five years because oh, this dot like the Brooklyn Dodgers, the 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 the, the family that owned yeah, the Dodgers, yeah. O'Malley's. Yeah, that's going to go on for quite a number of years because she's going to try to get him for everything. You know, unless he just says, listen. That's why guys like Gibson and some of these bigger profiles, Spielberg, when he got divorced, his his went on for one day because he basically knew it, I could either go to court and carry this on or I can just pay her off. It's a ransom. It's like, here are the terms. I'll pay you $100 million if you just leave me the room, leave me alone for the rest of them. Okay, Stephen. And they, they, they hand over I, the money and that's it. This old guy I heard said, uh, he told me a joke. He said, why is divorce so expensive? Why? Because it's worth it. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> that's true if again you know it's worth it not if you if you're a sensitive soul and you love your kids it's not worth it because so it, there's no turning back I mean, how long have you been going through this? no i i tried you know what's here you want to hear the i have such a crazy situation my girl was a therapist in family and marriage therapy she is a master's degree and that's what she does for a living to go right. to therapy when she left me i said can we go to therapy at least and try to work this out she's like hell no so we, she didn't, it doesn't she, work. I, I, it doesn't you exactly convert to Christianity, <laughs> and, she, and she gave up her degree. Can you believe that? Wow. I mean, it was it was that. Uh, and so, by the way, you know, hopefully your wife or ex to be or whoever you, whatever you're contemplating for those listeners is going to stay a rational human being and is not going to go nuts. Why is that? Why does it like? Because I mean, look, I know sometimes things can hurt. Like for example, you've heard about like. You know, a, a girl finds the guy cheating or whatever it is, right. or vice versa, and then they turn, they turn because into. Because the, they know the only way they can hit us is in the wallet, and if that doesn't affect you, then they're gonna probably do something with the kid. Like I'm sorry, I'm still trying. If you guys gotta please, and again, I am very tired. Let me just say that, but I'm trying to listen, and it's everybody's jumping all over the place so much it's impossible for me to follow. It's not about you. It's about our listeners. What's, no, no, I just want to. I know that's why I'm just being I'm a listener, trying to figure it out. So, 
are you how much are you willing to talk about this i mean you're i want to know all about it uh, i'm a but... pretty pretty open and honest person all right uh, so you ask my wife... ex that you'd she'd say no because she thinks i lied about everything but that's beside the point so your wife cheated on you no i wish she did because then no because i didn't leave the marriage she left you me. cheated you cheated on your no, wife no i didn't i didn't have that's the whole point i mean i was so she she thought you were cheating on her that was kind of an issue, but it, it didn't. It was it, it dissipated very quickly. And how did she get that information? What where did what did what made her suspicious? Um, well, because the marriage was suffering, I was shooting something in Dallas, and again, being open and honest, I told her, "Look, uh, we're drifting, and we need to deal with this because uh, if we keep drifting like this, I may end up ha not having an affair, but being with other girls." So I was open and honest about it because it was so bad, but she wasn't dealing with it. She wasn't going to therapy. So she decided to start looking through my phone. And what'd she find in, what'd she find in your phone? She found a text to, uh, when I was in Hawaii shooting Lost, I had an ex-girlfriend from back east who lived in the island who saw me on Lost, so she knew, she knew I was shooting the show. And um, Was I, she hot? She was hot. She still, see, that's the, here's, there's where the text came. She felt after having four kids... That she was fat, ugly, and she was extremely hot when we were young. Every guy wanted this girl, most incredible body. You know, she's like 39 years old now and 38, 37, something around there, gained weight, but she still was beautiful to me. So her husband was away for months at a time working in some company. So she would, oh I, took, I took her out to dinner every night, but my, 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 my wife knew that at the time. She knew I was taking her out. I would send her pictures of us all together with her kids. And she one night was crying her eyes out how she's not attractive anymore. And so I started sending her, oh, you're still hot. You're this. Your legs are still so hot that I would still, you know, da, 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 da. And, oh, God. Yeah. But wait a minute. But you know what? The but, but you know what, Chris? You know what she sent, though? Afterwards, she, her, her texts back to me were like, stop talking like this. You know, I'm married. You're married. So it wasn't like she engaged and goes, oh, my God, that's so hot. So. She knew there was nothing going on, but but she leveraged that against me. inappropriate. Yes, some of the things I said were a little inappropriate, but I swear I was trying to make sure that this girl felt beautiful. She was a friend of mine. Not only she was my ex girlfriend, but she was a friend of mine for many years. All right, now I got a little tangent for you. Let's talk about wives in your phone. So how do, how does your wife? Because my wife looks at my phone all the time. It sort of drives me crazy. Uh, but you, it should drive you, Al. Let me talk. I think there is a certain level of you have to have a certain level. Even in a marriage, there has to be some privacy. She looks in your phone? Yeah, we talked about this, didn't we? Like, my wife Does, just... Is your wife? Maz, never. Is your wife? No. She just picks up your phone and starts looking through it in front of you? Or you go in a shower and she starts looking at it? <laughs> no, I think she I think she looks at it right in front of me. She looks at it just like, here. Uh, that's and a, not look, see, that's wrong. I don't, she <sighs> looks for... She always keeps saying it's the only... Because I don't tell her anything. Like what I'm doing business wise, and I have zero to hide. So you can have another see. phone, I, right? Ali, I, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think Blackberry. I think that's a cocky move. That's 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 Kristen going. I got you. Like I'm, she, you know, what's funny. I'm scared of Kristen too. So. Yeah, I, 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 can, I think you have to let Kristen look at your phone. I can see she looks like she will cook a rabbit I in think, a pot. Do, I, do you let people go on your phone? No. Okay, good. Do you let do you but no, do you have, wife, no, do you have a lock on your phone? No, no, I don't. But Preetha doesn't go. On my, but it's, I can I can see Al's wife, Kristen, like picking up the phone, uh, uh, doing the code while looking at him, <laughs> not even looking at the phone. Yes, like just looking at him. The, doing code, the code is her birthday. Yeah, her birthday, and then and then like just scrolling. Through no, it. I change. It's a constant <laughs> sort of like I say, give me that because I don't want anybody looking. It's just 
nosiness. It's, and it I is nosy. I, I told my wife one you know time. What? That's, I told that's just wrong. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, my wife was like, she wanted to look through my phone. I said, what if I'm trying to throw you a surprise birthday party? That's, <laughs> nice. That's a great lie. That's that's true. There's so it. She's exactly. like, but it's a year away. I know. I, I got know. a lot of planning to do. You know what my wife does? And this is like when she is looking at her own, she looks at Twitter because she doesn't have Twitter. Oh. So she wants to look at what, you know, when people do the at right. Al Madrigal and she likes to look at all that stuff. And that's really what I see her doing. So it's mostly a Twitter thing. But again, I'm not telling anybody their legs still look beautiful after four children. Yeah, man. I mean, look, man. Like I said, I'm I, I, I'm not gonna live in a hole. Plus, things were a little uh, bumpy in the marriage, and so. But yeah. I didn't. But did I have a full out affair or sleep with her? I didn't so much as in ten years kiss but another girl. But that didn't cause the divorce. No, that's what she said. She said that wasn't the reason. That, but and yet that's what she told all her parents because there was the leg that she had to stand on was so weak. That she decided, oh my God, they think I'm silly for these reasons, so I better start really pressing this infidelity we issue. Don't, we don't think she had any other guy on the side. Well, I did, but you know, I you know, I, I thought at first, and then uh, I don't think so now. I mean, I don't think so because she's not with the guy now, and she. So I mean, if she had a guy, I don't know, it went away fast. But right. I wish. So it was what is her like What that. is her mental state now? Like, is she just a mess? Are you a mess over this? She, like, she, how's everybody doing? Oh, she says she's great. I check in with she's her. Never, she's never been better. She said exactly. She's never been happier. Uh, she's never been better, and and I, that crushes me because I've never been. You know, these past two years. That's why I tell people do not go through this. Uh, it's been very hard on me. I mean, I'm an emotional person. I'm a sensitive person, but I, it, my, I've suffered. I definitely have aged. The babies, the babies, man. It's about the babies, but it's also about, it's about her. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to be a stranger. I told my wife we're not getting divorced until the kids go to college. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's, and it's that day. My when my daughter's on her way to college, she's gonna drop me off at my new apartment. Yeah, <laughs> you got a you got a five twenty nine plan for your girls and a five thirty five thirty nine plan Absolutely. for yourself. Yeah, I just well, I can't imagine. You have two little boys, five years old. Oh. Yeah, twins too. Thank God. And how are they dealing with this? Well, they, they, let's well, they got, got each guys, other. Yeah, let's, let's take a break. This. Let's take a let's break. Take and a come break back. and then come back and talk about uh, kids and the divorce. And uh, again, we hope no one has to go through this. But if you do. Uh, Anthony's going to offer us some insight here. And the, and the plan is to avoid this at all costs. He's crying right now. Too. Yeah. Okay, we'll be back. I miss my family so much. Guys, thanks for all the support. Make sure to go to Facebook and go to our page under Minivan Men and like us there. You can also find that page by going to our website, minivanmen.com, and clicking on the Facebook link. See you on Facebook. Hey, we're back with the Minivan Men. This is Maz Jobrani, Chris Spencer, Al Madrigal from New York, and I've got uh, Anthony Azizi here with us this week. Anthony, you're on Twitter, right? What's your Twitter account? Uh, it's Anthony Azizi, A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-A-Z-I-Z-I. -I Anthony, okay. And, and also, you guys, if you go to IMDB or go, go Google him and, uh, and Google the image, and you'll see that, that we could probably play brothers on a show. Name some um, of the shows you've done so we can kind of – I know you said Lost. Yeah, I've been on Lost. I um, uh, some of the high. I was on a series in 2005 with Gina Davis and Donald Sutherland called Commander in Chief. 
Right. I think every Middle Eastern brother that was in this has been on 24. So, I mean, I can't really claim that because everybody's been on that. E even Maz did 24. Of course. We've all died yeah, there. Yeah. We, <laughs> we, um, uh, and uh, what's my most, re you know, just recently I was on, you know, Queen Latifah's Single Ladies, with uh, which is all about relationships, ironically. And I was going through that as, you know, as I'm going through my divorce and you know, that was a trip with Stacey Dash and mm -hmm. Lisa, Lisa Ray, Ray having fights on set. You know, I'll pull your weave, I'll beat you, was, you know. They were fighting like that? Oh, yeah, man. That was straight. And, Anthony. You know, was Stacey scared of her? Oh, Stacey ain't scared of no one. She's half Sicilian and half black. She can, oh. <laughs> she'll Anth give you a Sicilian necktie, man. She's not scared. An so. Anthony is uh, Anthony's great because wherever I go, a Anthony, like, he's the most passionate person. And, and there's been a few times when I've been, been, someone's been doing my makeup on a TV show or something, and they've been like, you know who you look like? And I go, Anthony's easy. They go, I love that guy. Everyone Anthony sees, my impression of Anthony, I love you, man. Hey, brother, I love you. He, he hugs everybody, kisses everybody. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> I truly do, though. I can't, I don't know what it is. I think it's from my mom. I do love, I love people, man. I do love people. I can see how you guys look alike when you're not next to each other, but next to each other, you guys look nothing alike. I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> really? Now, like, if you weren't, if you guys weren't right, like, if you were somewhere far away, you right. do, Moss. I think yeah, like we, you, I think we look alike even when we stand next. Like to each if you were an Egyptian in row, if you were an Egyptian in row ninety, <laughs> yeah. you'd be like, "That is him." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you make me laugh. You might. What would he say? Yeah, you laugh. You you I forgot. See when you're saying it because it was really what he was saying. But but now talking about loving and everything, we're talking about your kids. You got your your twin boys, the great boys, yeah, the apples and eyes, and and uh, and so you've been going through this stuff with them, right? Yeah, yeah. Now one of my questions is how. How do the boys like you've 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 dated you've been dating yeah how do the yeah. boys deal with with that with with new women and well stuff? that was hard the only the the, the issue there was uh and the ex the ex told me because she's a, you know expert psychologist on this stuff she said don't introduce the boys to the girl unless you're serious and i thought well what I mean, what is what constitutes serious? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I've been like, with this every, girl for every night. I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what what constituted serious? At least I had thirty minutes of seriousness. <laughs> so so the kids, they love this girl, man. They're really tight with her. And so I introduced her. You know, I mean, she's 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 over a lot, and she's a wonderful. She's in the hair and makeup, and uh, so it was it was. It, there was it was. Do you introduce her as like daddy's friend? Or yeah, my daddy's friend. I don't, you know, I don't say girlfriend yet. And they don't know. They just they say to like people, daddy's friend. Okay. You know, uh, I mean, it's gonna be weird. I, I mean, at some point, you know, if we're still together years, I mean, you say stepmom, but you know that just just it's weird to say stepmom anyway. You know right. what I mean? It's just your mom or I, the kids love her because she's so good with the. She's young. You know, that's the other thing. She's 14 years younger than me. Wow. Jeez. So, <laughs> that's, that's, oh gosh. I can't even believe I'm a, a few guys that. right now listening. Okay, so the divorce is happening. All right, <laughs> well, so what's wrong with that? <laughs> no, no. I don't know. No. It's difficult for me to even have a conversation. I went to Miami this last weekend and a bunch of guys from The Daily Show, we went down there and we sort of matched up with this bachelorette party. So we were around a bunch of these young girls, uh, 14 years younger. I it, for, it was impossible for me to have a conversation. And then one of them, uh, we were in the pool, and one of them put their arm around me at uh -oh. one point. And I was like, oh, 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 arm around me, arm around me. Like, I like couldn't cooties? Even, like, I'm the worst. Like, I can't even, like, as much as I like the idea of, and I think me and you, your wife, uh, was it Vanessa talking about this also at the dinner table a little bit, Chris, is that, we like the idea of being unfaithful 
or and I'm not, and this is or with another woman, but just the reality is a whole nother thing. Like talking to them. And, uh, I don't think our wives were around when we talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was me, you, and Maz. Yeah. <laughs> In a bar. Yes, That's sir. Funny. Back. Definitely not texting. We don't, uh, you don't want that information on your phone. Yeah, exactly. Right. She's going to find it. Well, you know, you don't want anything on your phone. There's this new, have you seen, there's a new website called isanyoneup.com. And what, what they're doing, everyone's like, oh, hey, John, I lost my phone yesterday. And everybody thinks they're losing their phones, but they're not losing their phones. Their phones are getting jacked because the genius of this has been is there's there's this, this thing where everyone's jacking phones and then being able to break into the phones and ripping all the stuff that's in there, your pictures. Your, and inevitably, everybody, I mean, you got to see some of the, all these women and men have naked pictures of themselves. So this website, what it's doing is taking everybody's pictures, uploading them with their Facebook page and letting you comment. And saying, do you know this girl? Look at her. And then they have all these nude pictures of the girl. What's the website called? <laughs> Is anyoneup.com. That's some crazy. I mean, it was crazy. And the only reason why I know about this because that happened to one of our friends. She got her phone jack. And then all of a sudden, she, she was a, a full nudity. Everything about her was on the net. And all the comments were like, damn, girl, I need you. Please be here. And she had to close down her Facebook. Her I, Facebook have, I have never taken a naked picture of myself. You haven't? You guys Me do either. that yeah. myself? Yeah, I, I did. I did. I, I used to send one to my. Maybe that's why I, my, I my wife left me. I, I used to send one to my wife. She's listen, like, "Stop this!" Oh, listen. my wife wouldn't want anything to do with the naked picture. <laughs> that's of me. hilarious. I took, <laughs> I took, I took one of Brett Favre once a few months ago, and I sent it. And I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Didn't Brett Favre? He was sending them out. He got right? in trouble because he was sending his. Out. There's Damn. one right now on the web about with Ron Artest. Oh really? Yeah. He sent uh, one out. Yeah. See, that's what that happens. They can get, they can hack into his. Free world By the way, peace. his name is World Meta Peace world, now. Meta World Penis. Yeah, Meta World. And I love that. Everybody was dissing. Oh, no, it's Meta World Penis now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the kids. Uh, the kids. What, the, what, now, what? Hold on. What else happens with the kids? With uh, you know, obviously they got to divide time between yeah, you. Yeah, and, and the thing, the hardest thing about children is their loyalties. I mean, if your mom or dad is a scumbag, it's very easy on the kid. Because the mom is just like, I'm a single mom. Your dad was this. Or the father's like, your mom was, you know, she she was wow. a prostitute, drug addict. I had to leave her. So then the loyalties are not split. The kids just understand. But when you have two loving parents and the kids love you both and they're wondering why two good parents, I think that's the hardest part. Wow. Because they, they're confused. They're like, but, but mom, dad's a good guy. And dad, mom's. See, that's the thing. I never speak badly because I, I do think their mom is a very good person. And I do think she's a really, I mean, I think she was mistaken to leave this marriage personally, but you know, she did. And that's her opinion, but you know, I love her and I think she's a good person and you know, but the kids are going to suffer. There's not even a question. It's already starting. The older they get, the more they understand it's going to get worse. I think. Wow. And are you guys now, now, now also coordinating? Cause we all talk about on this show a lot about like, you know, birthdays and 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 like picking the kids up and classes and all that. Now, how does that become with when now the divorce and you got to figure yeah, out what's time? Yeah, it's it's so complicated. Like you know, you start fighting over. You know, she has custody of the kids more than I do. So what happens is that if they have sports or things that they have to do during the week, which I was bringing up, hey, I'm going to get them in the YSO because I I'm really training these kids to understand that soccer is the king of all sports. You know, and a lot of the games are going to be during the week, and I was like. Hey, you know, I'm going to show up to the games and take, you know, to the practice. And she was going to take me to court over something like that almost. That's not your, that's not your time. I'm like, what do you mean it's not my time? I know I'm, I want to support my kids. 
come watch him play soccer. You're going to cause problems because I want to watch my kids play soccer. Are you? Yeah. Have you lost your mind? Yeah. So it's those kind of things that you just don't want to deal with. It just sounds like a crazy thing to have. And I know I, I know Anthony well, and he's been going through hell these past couple of years. Yeah, man. I, I mean, how long how long had you guys known each other? How long were you married? We were married uh, 10 years and we knew each other. Not we didn't see this is a this is a word word to the wise. We didn't know each other that long before we got married. And maybe that could have been part of it, but. I probably was still married her anyway. It was just this thing. You just felt it. I just felt it. I don't know. Uh, I, you have to be careful in this day and age. You know, right. you really have to make your decisions very clearly. Uh, how, long, sure. you, how, long how, long? how long have you been married, Al? Uh, I'm married, um, what, 11 years. Oh, so you were right right around where I was. And you, yeah, Chris, same thing. Six. In, uh, oh, six. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're newlywed. Yeah. Six years. That's pretty new. That's new. But I feel like and you guys were married for a long time before you have kids, so yeah, yeah we were married to bail we were, out at that point. Well, we yeah, we were. That's the whole point my mom made to her, and then she insulted my mom, and that because <laughs> my mom said, "Listen, you were married seven years, and if he was such a jerk after seven years, then why would you then get off your pill, let him, you know, impregnate you, and then go through and have kids if he was such a bad guy?" And it's a. I thought that's a pretty. I thought it's a very valid point, actually. She good one, mom. <laughs> she was a good one, but you should have heard the comeback. I I couldn't even say it on this show. <laughs> it's just crazy. Give us the PG. The PG version. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no, she's not. Bleeps. You know, it's funny. I always think if she was Persian, would this have happened? I I don't know. I don't think for why she left me. She was British, so that explained a lot. Uh, you know, there's there's the definitely a sense of elitism. <laughs> and uh, no, and there's not, it's not even a doubt in my mind. Having understood, you know, I spent a lot of time in England and I fully understand the British culture. Right. And it's a very big cultural divide. Everyone thinks, oh, the British, they speak English. They've got that accent. It's so beautiful. They're such lovely people. Yeah. And they're so polite. That's the yeah. problem. You know, you get a guy here and he's Spice he's, Girl. He's talk, exactly, <laughs> you know, they, they say, oh, Chris, you're such a lovely lad. You're so good looking. You, you and your green sweatshirt and you're, you're such a lovely father. And then behind your back, they're like stealing and robbing and pillaging like they did all over the world <laughs> with, their, with their imperialist attitudes. <laughs> but they do it with their accents. So everyone's like, oh, we love the English. You know, and, and it's a joke. You know what I love about, first of all, Anthony is a very passionate guy. So <laughs> I'm sure people are listening and you agree or d disagree, whatever it is, you got to love them. Send us emails. Let us know what you think. Uh, what are we? Minivanman at gmail.com, right? Um, and if you have questions for Anthony, send us those as well. But what's what I love about Anthony is he just told us, and this is true, that he still loves and respects his ex. Right. But she has hit him so hard that he hates the country she came from and the people <laughs> and the people yeah. of that country. I love her. <laughs> but that damn Lenny Henry. <laughs> well, I just wish he was funny. You know what I mean? Ooh. Ooh. Sorry. Um, so listen, uh, we, we, we got to wrap this up, right? Listen, I, I feel like we could do uh, like a few shows with you, man, because there's a lot there. Um, and well, hopefully we'll have... exciting. Yeah, I, the I next show a... we want to figure out what you really did. That's well, what Al was trying to allude to. Like, what did yeah. you do? What did you do? Uh, I, you know what? If you invite me back, you won't believe this, and I'll show you. It's in her handwriting. We can get it. We can get a, a an expert in handwriting. I was so. I was. <laughs> I'm not you. kidding. No, I'm I was so kidding. Al. I was so perplexed, befuddled, and dumbfounded by why she left. I said, "You're going to have to write a list down, and explain to me why you're leaving after ten years of marriage, especially 
after I was a minivan man cleaning and cooking and I did all the cooking. I did the cleaning. I mean, it's outrageous. And you know what? She she went and wrote that list, which actually... You're like, okay, now you got to type it out. No, she, <laughs> she did. Like, and which is so outrageous, Maz. I'll <laughs> read that, I'll read that list that to public. I mean, it's that outrageous. You know what number one was on the list? You, you always make me make these lists. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you want to know what number... I'll never forget number one because I said, is this in order of what it, what it was? It and was. she said... Yeah, she said basically, and I thought, okay, this is going to be exciting. Number one Please is going to be the accent. Uh, um, Arts. Yeah, okay. Here's the accent. You control me with money. What? Oh, it, it, I didn't even understand it, and then I had to read on. Basically, she said because I made most of the financial decisions in the family, that I controlled her with money, and that it was abusive. That's abuse. According wow, to her, I, I wish you'd control me with money. Okay. <laughs> exactly, spank me with a hundred dollars. That was the the number one chief complaint, and I was always like, "Well, I, you can go get a job, girl. I mean, you know, if you feel like you're not, you know, I'm controlling you with money the whole time, you could go get a job. I mean, it's not. There's, I'm not making this stuff up. I mean, you, there's no. You can go get a job if you want your own money, and you want to be this independent girl. And I am, I am woman, hear me roar, girl, I'm not holding, that's, that's abusive. If I said, you know, stay at home, you ain't going out, you can't work, you can't, you just feed and cook. And, I, I didn't need to, to say that because I did most of that. I was, a, I'm a very domesticated guy. That's how I'm able to take care of the boys as a single father. So I don't know what you say. If I wasn't domesticated and I couldn't, I would, there's no way I would be able to take care of my What about kid. custody? Well, she wanted obviously, you know, the British they they come and they want to pillage and take everything, you know, you know, they, <laughs> hey, whole country. They, they did, they did. They, I mean, they, all of them. The most populous country in the world. They they, they second most populous. They came in in India and they were like two hundred strong and they took over a country that was, uh, you know, I mean, four hundred million at the time strong. Now it's in the billions, but I don't know how two hundred white people can dominate four hundred million brown people. But if you leave it to the English, they can. And basically, she, um, <laughs> you know, I mean. Yeah, that's that's basically. Well, she's got mo she she's got more custody, custody with the kids yeah, than you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I mean, it's unfortunate, but yeah. And I, I hate it's it's. I can't even say it because I believe that when two people love their children and they're good parents, it, as a woman, you should. You know, so many guys are just like, hey, baby, you take the kid. I don't even want to. You know, they start a separate life. When you have a man who wants to be a part of your child's life, which is rare to begin with, why would you try to fight him on that? Like, I mean, go. For, I have no idea, guys. I have no idea. All right. Well, well hang in there, buddy. Yeah, thank man. Thank you, Al. Thank you for coming on the show, Anthony. And Anthony is a passionate guy, wears his heart on his sleeve. And, uh, you know, we, we had some laughs. We had some touching stuff here. And I uh, hope to have you back, man. I'll bring that list. Bring the list. <laughs> I haven't looked at it you in a while. You bring the list, we'll bring the coffee. Yeah. All right, man. Yes, it's right. so good. Guys, thanks for listening. It's been in the minivan, man. Have a good night. Thank you. It's a pleasure. I just want to say that uh, these are three good gentlemen that are lovely, and uh, I really appreciate the time to share. Thank you. I just want you to know we're straight. Oh, that's uh, I never thought anything other than that. Okay, good. Even though you were wearing the lime green, lime, what color is this? That's like a neon lime green sweatshirt. This is in now. Yeah, and, and, and well, against your brown skin, it is. You're looking good. We're out. <laughs>
All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com, mazjobrani.com, and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. Thanks.